Hello and welcome to Rollins Around Town. I'm Sam Stark. I serve as the Vice President of Communications and External Relations here at Rollins College. Rollins Around Town is a showcase of outstanding people who make dynamic and important contributions to the Rollins campus and throughout Central Florida. In either case, these are difference makers who help uplift the mission and brand of Rollins and who help make our region a special place to live, learn, and work. Today, I am delighted to welcome two guests, two friends, two colleagues, Megan Joyner-Roach and Christina Skloot. Uh, welcome. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Sam. So Megan and Christina and I work together. Uh, they lead our events and scheduling team here at Rollins College. Megan is a double graduate of Rollins, um, uh, received her undergraduate degree and also her MBA from the Crumber Graduate School of Business. And Christina, while she didn't go undergrad here, she did get her uh, master's in human resources just a couple years ago. So you two are very seasoned Rollins pros on so many levels. Um, let's start um, with both of you, sort of, what's, what's kind of your backstory, Megan, especially for you. You came from Kentucky to go to Rollins, right? Absolutely. What's your story? What yeah. lured you to go to Rollins College? So way back in the early to mid-aughts, I was looking at colleges, and all I knew was uh, I didn't want to be in the state of Ohio. I know, random fact. <laughs> so I applied to a couple schools. Uh, Kentucky was one of the states, because I'm from there. Um, Illinois. Uh, Missouri and one school in Florida. Uh, my sister ended up going to Rollins. That took Rollins off the list immediately for me. And then I made my campus visit. And guess what? The next month I decided to deposit and I came here. I graduated in 2010. I was an active member of my sorority, Kappa Delta. And I also got working in the, back then I think it was called Special Programs Office. I was um, a three-time summer conference coordinator and work-study, and after I graduated in 2010, I didn't have a full-time job. All I knew was I wanted to work in events, I wanted to work in Orlando, preferably Winter Park, I never wanted to go back to Kentucky, <laughs> and I wanted to work for an organization that I believed in, and the next day, I got an offer from my then-summer conference coordinator boss, Sudi, to be a full-time staff member. And uh, she rebranded it as Scheduling Event Services, which we know today. And I like to say I've held every position in the office. So That's awesome. Um, yeah. I've been working here for 13 years, and I absolutely love it. Amazing. I love that. Uh, Christina, how about you? What's your, you're a local. Yeah, yeah. So my story is probably a little bit different, but I was born and raised here in Orlando. Um, my grandparents actually met here at Rollins. Wow. Um, and that. my sister got married here at the chapel prior to me working here. So I have, feel like I have a lot of family ties and history just at the college. Um, I had did my undergrad at the University of Mississippi in hospitality management. Um, and then after that, I took some time off to travel. Um, and then I came back and got a job at the Alphond Inn. Um, so pretty much my whole professional career has been with Rollins. Yeah. Um, so after about two and a half, oh, after about two and a half years, um, I hopped across the street <laughs> and came over to scheduling events at Rollins. That's awesome. Um, our benefit. Uh, so tell us, what do you guys do? What, what, is, um, what, what does your department do for the college and the community? Sure. Um, primarily, um, I like to say we're a resource to the college, so we assist everyone on campus with their events, logistics, and operations needs. We don't come up with the ideas necessarily for the events, but we make sure they happen. 
So if someone comes to us and says, I want an event on Mills Lawn, and I want there to be a stage, and I want to have a band, <laughs> and I want to have a carnival-type feel, mm -hmm. we'll tell them how to basically pull it off, and we help them in that process. Um, our second most important aspect of our job is revenue generation for the college, and that's where Christina comes in. Yeah, so we rebranded um, to 1885 events for our external facing um, events here on campus, so revenue generating. Um, we are best probably known for our Knowles Chapel. Um, it really is, there's really no other chapel like it in the area. Um, if you haven't seen it before, I definitely recommend coming to Vespers this weekend or Bach coming up. Um, so that's really the, I would say, the big draw to having your wedding at Rollins is that chapel. Um, previously, you just had to, you had to be an alumni to get married um, in the chapel. But now, since we have our Rice Family Pavilion, um, which is an incredible space that has been redone um, and restored, um, you can have your reception or your um, rehearsal dinner or anything really social related to your wedding there. Um, so if you're not an alumni of the college, you can now get married at Rollins, which is a really great perk because we hear all the time that it's so hard to get into Rollins and you have to be an alumni. So I love telling people that not anymore. That's you can right. just have to, ha you could have, you know, another type of event. So talk a little bit more about 1885 events, sort of what was the why behind, you know, rebranding or creating a brand yeah. like that for, uh, for the market and the consumers? Yeah. So having, um, I would say external facing when it says, when we say Rollins events, people automatically think, oh, I have to be a student or an alumni or somewhat have affiliation. Um, so 18, or we, Rollins was founded in 1885. Um, our president um, actually came up with that name. Um, so 1885 events. Um, and really just kind of focusing more towards the community and anyone being able to um, to schedule events and, and book, book things. Yep. We also pair with Rollins Catering as well as two external vendors, um, Arthur's and Puffin Stuff. They're probably the two top um, caterers in the Central Florida market to bring um, full service catering to our events here at Rollins. And so 1885 events really just encompasses the whole package. So we can get you in touch with whoever you need in order to make sure your event is pulled off here at the college. Yep. I love that. I always sort of felt like, you know, if you're the bride or groom and you're talking about where to go have your event and you talk about Rollins Dining, which, oh, by the way, is fantastic mm -hmm. and they're great and they can cater with the best of them. It's just a harder sell to, to put, put them on, on, you know, sort of the plus and minus of your, mm -hmm. of your wedding search evaluation form, right? And mm -hmm. so when you say... 1885 events versus Rollins or Rollins Dining. It just has a better market and brand appeal to the consumer. And so 1885 events has proved to, to I think, to be a really um, a, a, good, a good brand initiative. Yeah. People can go, right, we have 1885events.com. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yep. So um, it's for, you know, weddings, but also any events, right? Like mm -hmm. any community event, any personal event, any family event. I uh, want to host any sort of event. Yeah, we sure. had the Winter Park Chamber Centennial event um, this past summer, which was a great success. So really cool to have a bunch of Winter Park locals um, come in and see the space. And we actually got a bunch of calls after the fact, people that didn't know about the space. Yeah. We also hosted the Peacock Ball, um, which is um, the former large social event for the Winter Park History Museum. Um, 
as well as Ruth's Chris. They came and hosted their Christmas gatherings here a few years. Yep. Um, we've had uh, some milestone birthday parties for mm-hmm. individuals, things like that. Yeah. We hosted an event last night for Leadership Florida, and uh, they were super impressed. And so many people, you know, hadn't, number one, been on the campus in a while. But uh, they love the event, and as I was sharing with Christina, I think we might yeah, even get a piece of business from it. Oh, so uh, that was uh, that that was very good. So beyond those kind of sort of um, maybe more high end events, there's also a really important component of your work, which is summer. Yes. Um, and so while maybe a lot of people think that you know um, it's super quiet on campus during the summer, or at least on this campus, it's not. And at least for you two, especially. Talk about what your role is and what your work is during the summer, Megan. Sure. So we lead um, summer camps and conferences for the college. So primarily we work with those interested in renting out our facilities. Um, so as you said, uh, things are quiet around here, so we have plenty of space for people to come and eat and sleep and, and do work or play their athletic sports. So we rent out to sp- uh, our spaces to outside individuals. Um, Crew is one of my favorite groups. That stands for Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, they are, they've probably been on campus almost 30 years now, um, as well as some other longtime peop- uh, groups such as like Nike Tennis, um, Nike Basketball, um, ID Tech, which has been here since 2007. And another big group that's looking really promising is Orlando Ballet. So they were on when I was first a student here. Um, they took about a 10 plus year hiatus and then they come back the past couple summers and they're really um, using a lot of our space. Christina, what do you have to add? Yeah, so um, I feel like a lot of people at Rollins or a lot of employees at Rollins, summer is their slow time, but believe it or not, <laughs> that is our busiest time. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting and cool to see the different experiences that kids can have to go on a college campus, to live in a dorm, to ha- kind of have that college feel. Um, I think it's a great recruitment opportunity as well for the college to, um, I mean, I have a bunch of friends that say like, they remember it, yep. you know, fondly of living in the dorms and thinking that they were in college when they were, you know, 15 years old. Um, so it's really cool to, you know, have that experience and create that for um, the guests. Um, I will echo uh, Megan about Orlando Ballet. They have been an incredible group um, and we're really excited to host them again this summer. They actually added on another dorm um, and they're going to be utilizing some space in our new, new Tiki um, uh, theater yeah. and dance studio. Is this typical in colleges and universities? I mean, you know, in some of your in your experiences and in your you know knowledge of, of this space, is it um, do most universities do it? Some, not many. Oh, What's absolutely. Your? I'd say most, if all, they have to have some sort of um, component to keep a lot of people actually employed during the summer because um, we help keep facilities people employed, dining services people employed. Um, otherwise, they might have to you know let go of some staff. So that's a way. Um, to keep some of their best talent on campus as well as to make use of their facilities. I mean, we're in talks with all of the area schools. Um, We get emails um, all the time and um, invitations to talk on the phone with other schools from the area. St. Leo is one that comes to mind. Um, Florida Southern, Stetson, things like that. They're always reaching out and we're bouncing ideas off of each other heads. Uh, each other's head so uh, we know just like where the market is because it is a unique market it's right. not the same as a hotel mm-hmm. um or 
you know, it's more of like a, a, a niche market, people who want to have that kind of college experience and can use our facilities um, for their needs over yeah. the summer. And Christina talked a little bit about it. Our, our coaches in our athletic department, a lot of them have done summer camps for years and years. And I mean, I can think of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids went through it and um, just dozens and dozens and dozens of kids locally. And it's a great, it's a great um, enhancement to the community. Uh, it, it helps generate some revenue for the college uh, and for sometimes our assistant coaches and even students because you know, a lot of stu- students get employed uh, during the summer. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a way to keep competitive in some ways in the, in the recruiting in, of admissions because I would suspect over the long haul, I don't, I'm not sure we've ever done the research or data on it, but it probably would be interesting to wonder how many kids have gone through our programs and ultimately ended up choosing you know, to attend Rollins, you know, year, years later. So always know that you can keep an eye out. We have basketball, tennis, golf, volleyball, usually lacrosse and soccer. Mm-hmm. And then some STEM camps as well, um, two different STEM camps, Lavner Education and then ID Tech. And so where can people go to find out or sort of check on these? I know some of it is, is very um, specific to the coach or the program, but is there a place any average consumer in Winter Park can check this out? So if you are looking for athletic groups um, for Rollins, you can just go onto the Rollins athletic page. Um, You actually will uh, register on Eventbrite um, and do all the information there. Um, And then for external groups such as the STEM camps, Lavner, ID Tech, you can go directly to their website. Or really you can just do a Google search to say Rollins summer camps and a bunch of different things will pop up. Got it. Perfect. Well, good. Well, um, people can check into that and um, t- talk a little bit about, you know, the, the competitiveness internally of our own, of our own work, right? Like the, in, you men, Megan mentioned revenue generation. Higher ed is a hard business. It's a hard business model. So to have different revenue streams is really important. And uh, the college uh, utilizes events as an opportunity to generate some revenue. But, right, like at the end of the day, we are about st- students in over a four-year liberal arts education, um, learning and living and, uh, and the whole thing. Talk about the, the, I guess it's competing with ourselves to provide summer assets, right? Venues, dorms, cafeteria and food versus our nine-month business model of providing a high-quality living, dining, educational experience for the students. Sure. So, what you touched on is absolutely true. It is, it's kind of a push and pull against ourselves. Um, during the academic year, I always reassure everyone, you know, we are academics first. That gets the first priority. Um, there are a handful of spaces on campus that do get scheduling event priority. So you can feel confident that if you have an event in that space, it will not get um, bumped, per se, by um, another group. Um, but during the summer, things really do come over to our team um, to try and best use the, our facilities to make money. Um, so we work with um, the facilities um, and maintenance team, the project managers over there, as well as Res Life, to keep everything in a balance. We always designate spaces over the summer to our um, internal needs, such as our um, scholarship students who are here doing research. They always get the classrooms they need. 
Upward Bound, which is a Rollins program as well. They get special um, accommodations as well as pricing to be able to continue their work on campus. And then the other majority, I'd say, of uh, summer camps are Rollins summer camps. So those are uh, basically get first dibs to their own athletic facilities. So the use of the Alphonse Sports Center, Sanspur Field, um, things like that, they get to basically schedule out their needs first, and then we get to plug in ours um, to best just um, drive in revenue um, from the outside community. Um, it's a great program. There's great programs. There's great opportunities, and uh, people should just uh, know that Rollins is a site for um, great quality programming in the summer. You know, we talk a little bit about it on this show with some of our guests for athletics and arts and music and uh, and, and and more, um, but summer camps uh, and venue usage is uh, is something that people should take advantage of. So hopefully, people will um, learn a little bit and uh, and and be able to um, uh, come to campus for stuff. Real quick, sort of the final about this. How do you market? You know, because at the end of the day, this show is called Rollins Around Town. So what's our around town uh, efforts to market weddings, events, summer camps, and conferences? Yeah, so we have an Instagram page, 1885 underscore events. Um, I tell everyone that I get in contact with to look at that page because it's really a great way to envision the space because everyone has different personalities and different you know, expectations of what they want um, or visions of the, what they want the space to look like. Um, so that really shows you from you know, what a corporate event might look like to an extravagant wedding to just you know, a cocktail hour reception um, social event. Um, so I would say Instagram is our big thing, um, as well as just, you know, talking to the community organically um, and telling people, you know, what we're about. Um, I feel like the Winter Park community is very organic in, in relationship building and face to face. So we really just try to tell everyone um, that we're, you know, interacting with the opportunities that th we have um, here at the college. Yep. Additionally, Christine and I have both been um, through the Leadership Winter Park program. I uh, did it about two years ago, mm -hmm. and Christine is a current um, participant in that program. We do our advertising with the Winter Park Chamber as well, so we get out the word of 1885 events. We have been nominated a couple years mm -hmm. for a great mm -hmm. event venue in town. Um, we attended a couple times the Winter Park Wedding Stroll, which takes place in the Alfond Inn, and usually it's around February, so you can uh, check out our booth there. Um, we've hosted open houses, uh, uh, door knocking, basically, mm -hmm. just giving people just care packages from us, um, as well as, as we earlier or previously mentioned, our just our 1885events.com website where people can come and um, submit their inquiries as well as other prominent um, wedding websites such as The Knot and um, the Wedding Venue Map, which is a local resource. Right. There's one other event that your team leads, and, and Katie's not here to uh, to talk about it, but can you talk about the mar market day that uh, is really fairly new? Sure. So that's something um, that our office um, kind of stole from other local mm -hmm. colleges. We, we heard that UCF was doing it, other large universities, and we've always offered vendor tables. Right. We still do. Um, vendor tables are available outside our Cornell Campus Center, which is the large cafeteria space on campus. So you're getting you know hundreds of people walking by each day. 
But when we hired Katie, who primarily works with our day-to-day needs of the office as well as our student groups, um, we, uh, we really empowered her to make Market Day modeled off of those schools like UCF. As a UCF grad, she was completely aware with what we needed and what was um, expected. And we've had, we're going to have our third uh, Market Day actually tomorrow. It's on Bush Lawn, which is a very central lawn on campus. You get lots of people walking by. And you really get that energy of having multiple people bringing in their goods and services to the college all at the same time. Yep. One th- um, vendor that I'm really excited about is a I- nitrogen ice cream hey, um, store. They just opened here in Winter Park. Um, and they're bringing out all their equipment to make nitrogen ice cream Fantastic. on Bush Lawn. So definitely check that one out. I'm really yeah, excited. That's good. So that's November 30th. Mm-hmm. I know this the show's live and, and, and then the podcast, so depending on when you listen to this. Uh, but uh, same thing, you can, number one, if people want to become a vendor um, and or attend these events as a, as a vendor in a, or, or a display table, where do they go, Megan? They would go to events at rollins.edu. That's like our central email um, address uh, to reach any of us. Um, and then Katie is the main resource there. Um, we do a lot of internal marketing to the Rollins community, as well as yard signs to make sure that people know when it's coming up and who's going to be attending. Perfect. So I'm going to go back in time a little bit. You touched on you know your journey from Kentucky to, to, to Rollins, but talk about your four years here. You know, um, we, we, we talk about the value of Rollins and being a small community and small classrooms. What was your, you know, do you have like the best memory? Like why was Rollins important and impactful to you as a student? Gosh, as a student. Um, you did go to class, didn't I you? Did, no, <laughs> I did. No, I'm pretty much perfect attendance. I'm one of those. Uh, to me, Rollins was just such a place where I got to become myself. So I always was interested in small liberal arts. When I touched on earlier that I applied to schools, you know, in a couple other states, I was still always just looking at the small liberal arts because that was my comfort zone. I'd always been in very small schools growing up. So I knew I needed that um, really uh, one-on-one type of energy, um, that small community feel. Um, Academics-wise, when I started, I have to admit, I was a little bit lost. I thought I wanted to be an international business major, took one economics class, turns out I hated it. And so then I decided to be a psychology major. And that's really where I felt at home academically. I loved working um, with our uh, academic uh, professors in that department and staff in that department. Um, Some of my fondest memories, I know, interestingly enough, I love stats and research. I loved clinical psychology. Um, wasn't as much into the child development side, which is interesting because I now have two children. So, um, (laughs) you know, that means nothing. But (laughs) anyways, um, so academically, it was really finding my home in a department that um, I just had really great interest in. As when people say, Megan, do you use your degree? I use it every day. I mean, the psychology degree really taught me to um, learn empathy, how to work with people, um, meeting people where they are, not necessarily just getting at anything out of them that you want to get out of them and things like that. Um, socially, Rollins really fosters that sense of belonging as well. Um, whenever I talk to someone who is interested in going here or as a first-year student doesn't know what they want to do or be a part of, I always just say, like, try something. I joined 
I don't even think it exists anymore, the Residential Hall Association, because <laughs> I knew one person on that um, group. I ran for treasurer because no one else was running. I got to go to an overnight conference, and I've met some of my best friends still to this day, the people I talk to on a regular basis, out of joining that one club. Through that one club, I became a member of Kappa Delta, which is just, everything just worked together so um, perfectly here at Rollins. And it really is, I call it the Rollins magic. So now I get to see the Rollins magic from the other side, Um, know all of the work and effort that goes into making those things happen. Um, But I love it. And, you know, I I see myself here for a very, very long time. Good. Me too. Uh, talk about the Crummer magic, right? Oh. Like seven years later, you decide to get yeah. an MBA. So it's so crazy. So um, my former boss's husband at the time uh, was also working here at the college, and he said, you really should get your MBA. And I laughed, ha-ha, yeah, you, you tell me that. That's funny. And he's like, no, you really need to. Um, you really need to explore Crummer. And I was like, okay. So just uh, being a good employee, I decided to check it out, and I um, was admitted fairly quickly and with our awesome benefits I was able to go there for free through tuition remission I have to say taking five years off really helped I (laughs) ended up loving Crummer so much I had such an appreciation for learning for doing homework for doing group work so at Crummer everyone's assigned a small cohort and we call them teams proud member of team seven I still again talk to them to this day we we chat over text all the time um, and uh, just feeling their student services is really bar none. Like I had such great support whenever I needed anything outside of the classroom or even inside the classroom, I could go to them and they'd help me out. I loved um, my favorite classes in that um, degree was strategy. Um, I emailed a couple professors there since just talking about how much I enjoy their classes Uh, really creative thinking, um, and there are really no wrong answers in business school. It's just kind of how you spin it. Uh, As well as through that that program, you get to go on an international travel experience. I was looking at pictures this morning of the times we went to Chile um, where we learned about their offices, um, excuse me, their um, businesses down there, and we were able to help one actually in like the lumber industry (laughs) how to market their services and things like that Um, so all in all all of the degrees I've had here at Rollins have really been a wonderful experience love that Christina more you know what was your impression of Rollins you know you didn't choose to go to Rollins which Mm -hmm. you know not everybody does and that's awesome but like what was sort of the brand identity in your mind of Rollins College when you were in high school and kind of your family so when I was looking at colleges, um, I specifically wanted to go away. So I chose a twelve hour. <laughs> I chose to go twelve hours away. Um, but I did always say, like, if I didn't live here in Orlando, I would definitely look at Rollins. Um, but I just didn't want that, you know. Hey, I've seen my grandma on Park Avenue, or my parents telling me to go to church, and all of that, all that fun stuff. Um, but I grew up going to a lot of things at Rollins. Um, my grandma was part of the Annie Russell Guild, um, so we would go to plays growing up. Um, I remember we would go to the library as well um, to look at Mr. Rogers' sweater. Nice. Um, so the, it, Rollins was always in the background. Um, I never thought I would work for Rollins. It just never you know, kind of crossed my mind. Um, I really never thought I would go back to school. 
I like the social aspect of school, but not really the academics. <laughs> um, but like Megan said, like after I took five years off, I really enjoyed learning. And I don't know if it's just master's versus undergrad, but just learning, you know, different types of, um, you know, things that I truly didn't know about human resources or just the way, um, you know, businesses work um, and interacting with a, a bunch of different people. I got to meet a lot of um, Rollins employees that um, I didn't know um, prior to to starting uh, my program. Yep. And you have a cousin who works here. Like it yes. is really part of the yeah. fabric yeah. of your family. Yeah. Sorry, Trish. amazing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, so my cousin um, has been working for the college for, I think, like 12 or 13 years in student affairs. Um, yeah, so it really is, it's a family affair for I love sure. That. So I ask this to all Rollins, you know, employees uh, when, they're, when they're on the show, and I, did, I don't think I gave you a heads up on this oh question, gosh, so I didn't on any questions. <laughs> so you're president of Rollins for one day. What do you do? What, what happens during your 24-hour reign of terror as president of Rollins College. I mean, you can't I mean, forget the best, the most Aww, beloved that's tradition. That's what I was going to say. I mean, obviously, you have another Fox Day. Fox there Day you, number two. There you go. All right. That's a good answer. I, that's a you common... can't deny it. <laughs> I mean, I just envision as if you are the president of Rollins, that would be just the best day. Everyone is in such a good mood. I, it, yeah. It's so much fun, even after the fact, as a Rollins employee getting that text in the morning, you can't help but be excited. Okay, that's, that's fair. Do you have a place on campus that you go? Like, you know, everyone talks about our beautiful campus, and it is. Um, sometimes work can get a little overwhelming. You have a terrible boss. Um, <laughs> you just want to get away. Like, you have a place on campus, or particularly for you, Megan, who, who spent four years well, as a Well, so much has changed since I yeah. have been a student here. So we're probably sitting on my former favorite place. It's called the Fatio Patio. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a actually a bench rededication tomorrow oh, yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Or on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah but that was right outside the campus center. And me and my closest friends would join um, together every evening, five o'clock dinner, uh, Sunday bagel bar, um, and enjoy our lunches and breakfasts there. Um, now probably my getaway would be walking over to the Annie Russell Theater because my best friend Chelsea Highland works over yeah. there. So if I need to stretch my legs i go over there sometimes and just see if she's there and bother her for a, a minute and see if she wants to coffee things like that like that <laughs> like that you christina get away yeah i would say probably Knowles chapel yeah um because really when you walk in there there is no chapel like it in orlando i feel like i'm in europe um and i've attended you know mass there um bach Vespers and most recently um, Sean Garvey does a Wednesday service, um, I believe at noon, um, which, which has been really, really interesting um, and, and cool to experience. Yeah, love that. Well, uh, this has been awesome. I appreciate you both coming on. Uh, Megan Joyner-Roach, Christina Schlote, who run our events and scheduling department and 1885 events. Uh, they are my dear colleagues, and I just can't tell you enough how awesome it is to work with you and to um, just watch you handle so much uh, and do it with such uh, skill and talent and grace. And I thank you for being such great, uh, great uh, colleagues and, uh, and friends. Likewise. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, special thanks to Madison, as always, for keeping us on air and online. 
Um, keep um, up to date with our show on uh, Instagram, the Rollins Around Town, and subscribe to our podcast, where this show will go uh, shortly. Uh, so with that, we thank our guests, and uh, we wish everyone a great day in Winter Park or wherever you might be listening. Thanks.